okay so you saw that right and it's, are, it's yes. really bright we and are recording our fifth episode of a face for radio live and we were talking um about different things that we're going to talk about on the show and it's late at night because that's how we do things and Tori is literally seeing from her rooftop deck thingy a uh flipping ufo what is that so we're looking it again? it just flashed i i'm either seeing your street light and i think it's something else well but so there's the street light and then okay, i was like whoa <gasps> do you see those two oh. little lights flashing to the kind of to the yeah to the right of it yeah what is that i don't know because okay, so the monument's right there, but it's actually just a little bit lower than those lights are. So they can't be on the monument. Yeah. Well, I'm the most you, believable thing these days is is alien. Like they're they're actually probably alien drones that they're like sending down to say, hey, is it safe yet? Are they not crazy again yet, you know, yet? I'm like, nope, that's still not time. <laughs> still not time to make contact with humans. <laughs> no, I honestly can't believe that this is happening right now. And we're catching it. Like, I'm, this is unbelievable. And I want you to know also that there is a tree in that direction. So the light that is coming through is has to be ridiculous because there's a tree right there. It would have to come through a tree. Hmm. Yeah. I still can only really see the street. <laughs> so, okay. Well, that's keep, keep an eye on it and feel free to interrupt. <laughs> I lost it. You're just going to look at it. <laughs> All right, anyway, keep going. No, like, literally, it's, it's so bright. Look at this. This isn't your first time you've seen this either. No, this is oh, not. I see it. I see it. Yeah, and it just went out again, and it's going to come back up. Look, oh. it keeps flickering in and out. <gasps> now yes. there's two. What is that? Oh, my and God. And again, like I said, there's a tree right there. Okay, so you're kind of looking like south-ish. Yes. Yeah. It's it's southwest-ish. I wish you could turn that damn street light off. <laughs> me too. Let me see it. I, yeah. Maybe, oh gosh, crazy. Okay. All right. Let's stop being distracted for a minute. Of course, they turn it away and it comes back. Anyway. Okay, let's keep going. Well, let us I'll keep an eye on if it, gets, if it gets crazy. I'll I'll start start. Yeah, well, we can do the audio recording and just let people wonder because, well, we would totally release this on video except for that we don't do this at our prettiest time. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm already ready for bed. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, yeah, it's like 1030 at night. Okay, so you and I are just doing this show because we, we felt like we just needed a little... There's a lot happening, a lot as always, but um, there's been a shift in the last week or two, maybe like, like stuff got real crazy for a while. Then I was just like, oh man, we're doomed. 
Um, <laughs> even though I know better from like my own, you know, my own uh, personal Jesus, whatever. <laughs> my my own person, whoever whoever's in my head giving me instructions. Um, not sure who it is, but um, anyways, it makes as good a sense as anything else. But um, yeah, so and I was just like, I don't know. This is still we're still in a rough spot, and then. I literally, and, and you, we were talking about this last night um, when we were not having beers and just having fun mm-hmm. um, with your dad too. Yes. <laughs> like we weren't getting crazy. We were, <laughs> we were, hanging out we were having day. responsible fun. Yeah. We we're having good conversation, which is what he brings to the table a lot of the time. Yes. But um, anyway, so yeah, we were, but we were all talking that we've actually felt really good. Um, I had a really good week. I can't talk about it yet, but, um, I actually had a, a, like a, a clear, like mark in the W category in the win category, um, on something legal that I've been dealing with for nine and a half months. And, um, it's been extremely emotionally exhausting, all that kind of stuff. So anyways, um, and I wasn't sure how it was going to go because it was sort of a David versus Goliath kind of thing. Um, you know, little Karen, you know, little Karen Schmarin versus, you know, a multi-billion dollar international corporation hotel chain that rhymes with Carriott. Uh, <laughs> this is what I always thought I would rename it, but um you were so close when I owned it, when I, when I, when they had to sell it to me, which didn't happen, but something good did happen, but I'll tell you about it later someday. Um, when I, after things have been deposited and signed and, and released and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but not just that, I mean, that was a huge weight off my shoulders, but I also just like, I literally felt like actually some, that the, the, the darkness, the evil, the negative frequencies, the negative energy, the low level, the dense, whatever. It's like all but gone. Like Mm -hmm. I almost felt like it's all but gone. Now it's not saying that there's not a lot of really crazy, crazy, you know what going on right now, but I think this is what's happened maybe before at certain points in history where Um, there's been this sort of spiritual warfare happening where, and at some point we defeat, and I always say this, we've, we've already won the war. Now we're just fighting the battle, you know? And so, um, I like, but I literally, and it was like everybody that I listened to from Jesus to, you know, in the form of the church, you know, (laughs) we're we're studying Esther to Oracle. I mean, I listened to a lot of different people. I listened to Oracle girl. She's, she's just like, you know, she drops bombs all the time. I mean, I'm just yeah. like, whoa, like she's, she, she tells me how I'm feel like what I'm experiencing as I'm experiencing it. Um, and then, um, Lori Ladd, like, I just have a, I have a whole bunch of different people that I kind of tune into here and there, not as much as I used to, like last year, I was just like probably 12, 14 hours a day. I was just like, give me the answer. Like what's going on? <laughs> why, why is everything stupid? But, um, so I, um, I really, I had a, um, I just, it, it just was like a lightning and I actually talked with your dad and it was just like, he was also ex, had ex, he's like, I just feel good. 
It's like almost yeah. like weird. It's like I, I feel good and I'm not like, oh, I had a good moment where I kind of forgot that the world is in a really despotic, dystopian, you know, um, spiritual warfare kind of fight for our lives kind of thing. Right. And but like good, like like good. Yeah. Like, we just like we were just like those like Washington on Christmas days, you know, sneaking across the <laughs> sneaking across the uh, uh, the Delaware or whatever it was. You yeah. Know, when, when they're all but beaten, you know, it's like then then there's like here we go into the final thing, and so I really feel like like now is when you're going to start seeing the real chaos and probably a lot of destruction and a lot of exiting and transitioning and transmuting and transcending and descending and you know like like the 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 thing that was causing it has is starting to leave and is beaten because that energy cannot live in in um it it just cannot survive any longer so it's good but then there's still now we have to go through the, the thick of it it's like, it's like when you have to purge, we're in the purging stage right now. Yes. Yes. So with that, I wanted to talk about, and like, as we discussed, wink, um, none of these things are related. We're just going to be reading <laughs> stuff and they, they don't, they don't have, they don't have anything to do with each other. Not um, one bit. Totally. This is a show about nothing led by people who know nothing. Who <laughs> I mean, we're not doctors. We're not scientists. Well, I, I actually am a scientist. <laughs> you are. I'm just a mom. But I'm not I'm a real just... scientist because I don't say things like, trust the science, <laughs> which, I, which I wanted to discuss um, again. I know I've said it before, but you know, you've met a real scientist when they don't believe a flipping word that ever, they're never satisfied. Okay. Like yeah. if, I, if I was ever able to do a research experiment. Okay. So like the one I'm getting ready to do is, is animal assisted therapy, um, with older adults who are isolated to see if it'll impact loneliness. So mm-hmm. say I do this, it's a low level. Cause I'm, I'm a college, I'm a grad student going for my doctorate. I have zero budget. Nobody cares. Nobody funds me. (laughs) Um, and, but I, I can do this. Of course it's with known people because, um, I have no budget and nobody cares and I have to do what's, you know, like this is just to prove that I have this skills go for it. Let's say that I do this study and I find out that like, you know, I take my cute little dog around, I give them this loneliness scale. I take this dog around and then, you know, he's super cute and everybody loves him. And I can't, it's been taking me an hour and a half to go a mile loop in my neighborhood the last two days because people just cannot, you can attest he's the cutest dog in the world. So he is, I can't. So <laughs> he's all passed out on the bed. Like, Oh, you never, you always stare at that thing and you never shut up, but uh, <laughs> I love you anyways. Um, but anyway, so like, say I find that I give them the loneliness scale it's a standardized test before and after. And then, um, uh, and then I say, you know, and then we do some animal assisted therapy and then they're less, they, they report less loneliness. Um, so then I go out and I say, Hey, dogs create less loneliness in, older adults who are socially isolated. Is yeah. that something 
um, that you would wanna double check me on? Is there a preponderance of evidence? I can tell you that there's not because I've done the deep dives. Um, there's, yeah. there's, there's lots of facts and figures about it, you know, about different pieces of it, but nobody's put this together like I have. So this would be like, and that's what is happening with this COVID, the COVID is one of our first <laughs> <laughs> This is some serious COVID. COVID. I just stepped in a little bit of COVID on my... <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> a car part. Like, did you think to check the COVID? It might need to be recharged. But <laughs> did you turn it on and off again? Yeah. yeah did you try restarting, right clicking, double clicking? <laughs> did we try resetting planet Earth yet? Um, We're restart, trying. Start, unplug it. Wait, count to 10, Mississippi, Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> like, and then like that matters you know like I realized one time I'm like that doesn't matter um but anyways what was I talking about COVID um COVID <laughs> just, uh, but like doctors really do like a scientist we're talking about scientists that they don't double check anything anymore they just that's what that's what the big wig said yeah so we're gonna go with it well, a perfect example is, um, or, you know, it's like, like if you ever, if you have a doctor or anybody that you go to that is just a drone and be like, the vaccine works. Safe and effective. Safe and effective, you take it no matter what, you know. Um, I trust the science. Um, like I had my fellow people in my doctorate program, I had someone tell me that it's like, I, anyways it's a long story but she was I was on a zoom call and she said she had a really bad reaction to this was like in January and so I tried to reach out to her and like hey I've been reading some other stuff I'm surprised you're like 30 years old I'm surprised you got it but like whatever and I said if you you know you know like I'm worried a little bit because she was having like heart palpitations and her lymph nodes swole up and she had to pull over on the side of the road. Yeah. Perfectly healthy for like a year with this thing supposedly raging, this deadly COVID raging. <laughs> so um, she just wrote back and she goes, oh, no, thanks. I'm good. I, I, I did my own research and I, I feel good about my decision, despite the fact that she was having a sort of acute emergence whatever. So I said, Oh, okay, well, um, would you mind sharing it with me? You know, because I'm, you know, I kind of was like, I'm still trying to make a choice and I haven't really seen what you're seeing. So would you mind? And she was just like, I'm not going to do that. Everybody's made up their own mind and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, science, science isn't normally defensive against like my feel, you know, like your feelings playing into it. Um, and I mean, science, Scientists are always trying to figure out the flaws in everybody else's stuff. That's why we had sure. review originally. Um, but the the uh, the HCQ study with the veterans was a, a perfect example. It was not even a real study, not done by real scientists. They they did it like insanely quick. Where in three months they had done the study across a large sample of people. Um, you know, did the data analysis, ran the statistics, wrote the article, drew the conclusions, um, said it wasn't safe, said to pull it out, you know, you know, pull it off the market. Don't, 
don't let any doctors prescribe it for anything. And even though this thing had been used for like 60 years for similar types of things and, um, peer reviewed, got the IRB, you know, like this is, yeah. this takes me, this takes people years. Like they do the study and then two years later it comes out because there's all these hoops to jump through, which is going to come back to what we're going to talk about in just a minute, because, um, it's, we have to jump through all these hoops because it's really bad to experiment on humans without, in, uh, without formal, fully informed consent, which I had to redo my consent documents like four times to make these yeah. people happy in the IRB um, for them to like, for my dog to go meet someone in the park for half an hour times five visits. Um, I had to, I mean, it's taken forever. Of course, I'm not a wealth, I'm not funded by big pharma. They actually don't want to fund anything that ever, um, that ever looks at a non-medical, you know, way. that's why, you know, stuff like occupational therapy, physical therapy, you know, social work, behavioral, like it's all, you know, drugs get funded, you know, like anything, if you're going to try to look at a drug, they get funded and anything that makes money long-term is. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, but you know, like, I think I said before, like I tried to get a weighted blanket for a veteran one time when I worked for the VA and they were like, Oh, the science isn't good. I'm like, it's like 85 bucks <laughs> and they're on sale at Walmart. Like I, I, I just went and, you know, bought him one, you know, because they were like, no, we're just going to keep giving him the same drugs that we've been giving him for the last 50 years. And this guy was actively he was bed bound but he was trying to commit suicide by jumping out of the by rolling himself out of the hospital bed in the care home he was in but like you know what maybe let's just try it and they were like no nope. and even when I did the deep dive I found every article on <laughs> weighted blanket uh you know and the, some of the prezosin and some of the other drugs that he had they just give them to him for years without any kind of like therapy talk whatever it was just fix it Vietnam vet. So anyways, um, so yeah, so I don't trust the science. I'm sorry. That's not a thing. You should never trust the science and you should start with what you're seeing. So it's like, whatever I see come up, especially if it's from the NIH or from the internal CDC or whatever, I'm like, I'm going to start with that's false. And if it can hit all my layers of my funnel to say, okay, like the authors I'll check out, they're not getting the people who did the research, they're not getting funded by someone who might have a conflict of interest, which is an easy way to not, you don't have to read the article. You just look up the, the people who wrote it or whose names are on it. Yeah. 99% of the time you can find your conflict, which totally, you know, like, um, oh, beef is good to eat five times a day brought to you by the scientist that works for the Cattlemen's Association. Weird. I mean, you just Google. I mean, I'm not... Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm just like flaunting my huge, like high IQ abilities. <laughs> I, go, I copy, I paste, and then I put into Google. And it helps and a lot. Comes up, you know, and it's like, it's, oh, interesting. Yeah, of course you're going to say that. You're going to say that, the, you know, oh, yeah. dairy is good for you when um, you work for the, you know, dairy people. I forget what they're called. Yeah. It's a big, like big dairy. Yeah. Big dairy people. Cows. You work for, you work for the cows. 
Work for the kids. Yeah, yeah you, you do work for the kids. Yeah, no. Science used to be about questioning everything. And now if you say science, people are just like, oh, that's 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 the end all be all. We'll yeah. just believe with you. And it's like, no, science is about questioning. You should always question, even if you're not a scientist, you should question. But no, people like, I'll just believe you because you have MD after your name. Yeah. Well, and they, they're the most brain. What, what did I see? Someone said they're like sales, pe- brainwash salespeople for the drug companies. And I was like, that's truly, you know, it, it was probably Dr. Popper because that sounds like something <laughs> Cause it's spot on. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, you know, like they're talking about, you know, doctors being incentivized, pediatricians being incentivized if they have a certain, you know, uh, percentage of their, their, um, patients are, are fully vaccinated and they don't, there were some doctors that actually feel like that's the altruistic thing to do is accept money from the drug companies, from the vaccine makers because they're keeping kids out of the hospital. And that they just, that they have that default. It's crazy to have mm. that default. And, and that's what so much, I mean, that's been a, a story that's been woven. Maybe, maybe not. I'm gonna go with maybe not because I've done a ton of research. Again, it's a complete idiot who's just getting her doctorate and looks at this stuff like 10 hours a day. But um, <laughs> what a, there's, a, there's a lot of question marks. <laughs> So anyways, we, okay, we're going to get to what we're talking about, which is, um, oh, and I forgot to say that's that with the study with hydroxychloroquine, uh, I mean, HCQ, I take that back. I'm not, I'm not spreading medical misinformation. Don't, don't, there uh, are whatever, but, um, <laughs> I think we're up to like 20 listeners now. We're going to double oh every, we're gonna double every week. <laughs> We're going to be so, um, gosh, they just love us. They love us. Um, they retracted that study like a month later because they ended up giving like lethal doses of it, like 10 times more than they should to, to veterans. And, you know, this is nuts. And it was this fly by night operation that doesn't even exist anymore. It closed up. Nobody knows that the actual, the person who had the lab or whatever, where they were doing the diagnostics of all this and the person who wrote the article through the, I don't know who it was through the NIH or whatever, they were married. Oh, coincidence. Coincidence. There is like so many just coincidences. We should just all just accept that the world is full of just random, random coordinates of happenings all over the place. Mm-hmm. So tonight's episode, well, it will be tonight. It's tonight for us, which we should yeah. disclaimer that it's Friday night and that's wine night for you. <laughs> wine night. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, what are you drinking? You know I'm drinking that six dollar one. <laughs> well, that's what I can afford right now. <laughs> I'm drinking the rest of my Saint Blanc from. I, I got it in the clearance. If you go to the liquor barn, which <clears throat> God bless your injunction <laughs> for having the liquor barn. <laughs> uh-huh. Which there's probably so many jokes to be made, but I love that place. And uh, if you go clear the back 
go to the back and the left and there's a clearance section. So this is like, like a $13 bottle of Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, which used to be my drink all the time when I drank a lot more than I drink now, but I decided it was a celebration. I now only drink when I'm celebrating, which means I drink a lot less these days, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's been a good week. So, uh, so I agree. Let the, let the, let the, let let the good times roll. So, okay. So we're going to talk about things that are not related, completely unrelated, random coincidental, um, wink. Uh, and I'm not reading this. I, okay. No, I am. Okay. I'm going to, I was trying to be sarcastic, but it, it didn't work for me because I <laughs> a little too much wine, um, for too over too long a period of time. But, um, I want to talk a little bit about crimes against humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about that first crimes against humanity, um, war crimes, genocide, homicide, criminal assault, fraud in connection with major disaster or emergency benefits and racketeering, um, which is uh, interesting because I never thought about racketeering beyond like the mafia. I know that's how they got like Al Capone or something like tax. Oh, for sure. The first thing I looked up racketeering and Al Capone's picture showed up. And yeah. like a, car- a cartoon of, of somebody with a machine gun from the 20s. Yeah. No, I mean, this is like, you could have that picture or you could have someone like a in scrubs with a yeah. syringe that is everywhere these days, right? Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, racketeering, homicide, attempted homicide, criminal Again, this has nothing to do with anything else that we're talking about tonight. So any conclusions that you might draw or any connections and dots connected that our our audience might put together is just coincidental and nuts. Don't even randomly throwing this out there. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and international code of law um, that like 196 countries have um have signed and agreed to that the, like human rights um, that most, almost all of the world, because I think there's like 203 countries. So like 196 signed them, um, including us, by the way. It may not feel like oh. it's but we did. And, um, and so we're gonna talk about that. And then we're gonna talk about just cause we're just randomly picking stuff to talk about. Uh, a little bit more about the Daily Sentinel here in Grand Junction, Colorado, Mesa County. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about them. So we're just going to we're just going to highlight some of the articles that they've been um, that they've they've been printing lately, just randomly. No, there's no organization to what we're talking about at all. And nope. and then and then and their connection with this vaccine incentive program. Um, that is actually like some more people are jumping in. So we're going to just talk mm-hmm. about that briefly. Uh, I have no opinion on this whatsoever. Um, I would never like think it's just like mind numbingly amazing that we don't see how crazy like, nope, I'm sorry. I was starting to draw a connection. I'm not <laughs> like crimes against humanity and vaccine incentive lotteries 
I, I don't even know why I would go there. I don't know. I know why I would go there. Okay. So we're going to talk about, and you've got him all pulled up because you did some, we just did some categorizing of articles for no reason. Yes. Wink. We had no reason to gather no. evidence. I mean, oops, I've said too much. Um, <laughs> So I wanted to read <laughs> alcohol might have not been the best idea. <laughs> I'm so good at being discreet though, but um, okay. So I wanted to read um, just a, a little bit of something that I, um, okay. So in speaking about, um, okay, let me get to this part. Um, what people have to keep in mind, and this is not talking about anything particular, certainly not COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what people have to keep in mind is that humans are humans no matter where we live. We all share the same basic belief systems, the same basic desires and values. So this is um, a conversation I was having with someone, but I'm not going to share what, who it was. But um, the... Uh, you know, that was a reminder that we can give people grace when they deserve it. Um, because most people are in various stages of waking up, um, to the fact that there might be potentially a massive conspiracy, um, to control, dominate and eliminate, um, a better part of (laughs) as many, as many people as they can. Um, Mm -hmm pretty far-fetched, but I've seen some things I can't, that I can't totally disregard. Anyways, um, this phenomenon gives rise to international conventions like the one attached. Please look at article seven and article 18 specifically, though it's worth reading the entire document so you get the point. 196 countries have signed this document. So he's talking about the International Convention, which happened after World War II at some point. And it's actually, it's way better at defining medical rights and freedoms and that, okay. So anyways, um, I digress because that's not important. (laughs) Um, 196 countries signed this document, which means that representatives from 196 different places on the planet all agreed, these are our human value systems, they, which means they are universal. As such, all countries that signed this committed to and have enacted these principles into their local laws. It is wrong and uncon- un- unconscionable to coerce someone into committing suicide. Again, that's just a random statement that he had. I have no idea why he said it. Um, (laughs) That this is what these mask mandates. Oh, I should maybe. Okay. This is not, I'm just reading this. And kill shot sweepstakes and gimmicks are. They are an attempt to take the job of the owners easy, make the job of the owners easy, meaning you will kill yourself and go to the hospital to die. Okay, so that's that gets into a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> I know immediately. But I, I might like, edit out. Ooh. I should have read that better. <laughs> okay, but um, but still, you know, some people out there are starting to believe that maybe there's something more sinister happening here. Um, okay, 
so um so racketeering has they have expanded in Colorado especially the racketeering has the definition has been expanded to include murder battery drug harm biological or chemical weapons etc this is our this is um if there is profit if there is a profit motive while committing practically any crime that either harms or tricks someone into injury, death, or damage. It is racket it's a racketeering offense. And then yeah. um, I was given a guide. So this is by a lawyer, but um to, to look at. So racketeering is something that I've just recently started looking more at and it's it's super interesting and I know you've done a little work on it. So um but I just want to, um, I just want to kind of, I, looking through this international covenant on civil and political rights, it's a, it's, it's not a short document. Um, but I just wanted to, uh, you know, this is 196. You know, I just kind of wanted to breeze over some things. So it says, considering that in accordance with the principles proclaimed in the Charter of the United Nations. Recognition of the inherent dignity and of the equal and inalienable rights of all members of the human family is the foundation of freedom, justice, and peace in the world. Recognizing that these rights derive from the inherent dignity of the human person, recognizing that in accordance with the universal declaration of human rights, the ideal of free human beings enjoying civil and political freedom and freedom from fear and want can only be achieved if conditions are created whereby everyone may enjoy his civil and political rights as well as his economic, social, and cultural rights. Considering the obligation of states under the Charter of the United Nations to promote universal respect for and observation of human rights and freedoms, Realizing that the individual having duties to other individuals and to the community in which he belongs is under responsibility to strive for the promotion and observance of the rights recognized by the present covenant. Agree upon the following articles, which then there's several of them. So I think he's, I think he said to point to, what did I say? Article seven and 18. So let's look at seven and 18. Um, because this is gonna, so, so basically this points to, um, so the international covenant and the international code drives our federal, our state, our local, and then they, so they all kind of play off of each other. And that's really important because when, you know, when people are, and some people are like begging for the government to you know, I saw this meme that was like, you know, someone in like one of those, um, <laughs> did you, did I send you that to you? <laughs> it was like, daddy government controlling. <laughs> and they had like one of those, uh, S&M, like, <laughs> which I have to say was one of the first things I found on Etsy when I, when all these mask mandates were going into place. And I'm like, I'm going to be super sassy on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was like because I, I put in like lace masks as like I you know I was one of those I mean I'm like I medically cannot because of my facial reconstruction but anyways I was like oh, I'm just gonna be an ass and I'm just gonna and I, I looked up on Etsy like I want to support someone who does homemade stuff and I was like whoa this is a, 
this is a world I didn't really know existed. <laughs> it's like masks with like holes. You get it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So the good stuff. Yeah. Well, someone who's doing something a lot more interesting than I am. Mostly. So, um, okay. Article eight. No one shall be he- held in slavery. Slavery and all slave trade in all forms shall be prohibited, which we know is still going on today. And yeah. maybe even larger than it ever has before in the form of human trafficking. For sure. For sure. No one shall be held in servitude. No one shall be required to perform forced or compulsory labor. Paragraph three, a small shall, um, this is like typed on a typewriter from like 1950 or something, shall not be held to preclude in countries where imprisonment with any hard labor may be imposed as a punishment for a crime. The performance of hard labor and pursuance, so you can do hard labor, which we know still happens. Um, I wonder if China has signed this. That'd be an interesting question to ask since uh, there seems to be some discrepancies. Um, just a little bit. Um, forced or, for the purpose of this paragraph, the term forced or compulsory labor shall not include any work or service not referred to in subpar- Okay, this is um, uh, under deter- detention and consequence of a lawful order of a court, um, any service of a military character and in countries where conscientious objection is recognized, any national service required by law of the conscious objectors, any service exacted in cases of emergency or calamity threatening the life of well-being of the community and any work or service which forms part of normal civil obligation. So that's, yeah, so that's the little less, second to last sentence there, any service exacted in case of emergency or calamity threatening the life or well-being of the community. Um, that's interesting. No, I don't really have any thoughts on that. Um, nope. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a brain for that. I just thought it was. I just thought I'd read this old document just for funsies. To, for funsies, maybe to help people sleep. Okay. Oh, you know what? I read Article Eight, but I should have read Article Seven and Eighteen. Okay, sorry. Um. Okay. <laughs> article seven should be a hoot. Well, article seven is only one paragraph long. No one shall be subjected to torture or to cruel, inhuman, or degrading treatment or punishment. In particular, no one shall be subjected without his free consent to medical or scientific experimentation. We have a winner. Weird. Might have to go out and no, I I don't ever edit. Let's leave that other stuff in because it's important too. Slavery, it's important to remember that as much as we want to, we cannot enslave. Although I, I... I think we've done a really good job of enslaving ourselves within our minds, but that's a whole other show. Um, Okay, an article, what did I say? 18. 18. 18. I used to have this killer memory. You know, now I drink wine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now energies have just gone wackadoodle. I know, I know. Memory is not a thing anymore. Like I, I saw my friend that I I grew up with and I hadn't seen her for a while. And I, like, I was coming home and I remember her phone number from like 
the seventh, well, it was like all growing up, you know, but it was like, I'm like, oh, 858, 1156, you know? Yeah. Why do I, my mind is over full of like song lyrics and like phone numbers from 1985, you know, it's like, there's nothing, nothing that's important sticks in there. Did I say 17? 18. 18. 18. Uh, uh, okay. Well, article 17 is kind of interesting too. No one shall be subjected to arbitrary or unlawful interference with his privacy, family, home or correspondence, nor to unlawful attacks on his honor and reputation. Yeah. Hmm. Everyone has the right to the protection of the law against such interference or attacks. I find that extremely interesting. And important. Yeah. Well, we'll see if anyone starts to test law enforcement and their like duty bound um, obligations to, to look at some of these things. We'll see, hmm. if, anyone, we'll see. if anyone never know. does anything. Never know. Okay. So um, article 18, everyone shall have the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. This right shall include freedom to have or adopt a religion or belief by his choice and freedom either individually or in community with others and in public or private to manifest his religion or belief in worship, observance, practice, and teaching. No one shall be subject to coercion. Hmm which would impair his freedom to have or to adopt a religion or belief of his choice. Freedom, number three, freedom to manifest one's religion or beliefs may be subject only to such limitations as are prescribed by law and are necessary to protect public safety, order, health or morals or the fundamental rights and freedoms of others, which is important because you know, you could argue, one could argue that the COVID response hmm. has been to protect health and safety, but um, it, they haven't proven that. No one's like, I, and I and think before we restrict the rights of people, we need to, uh, we need to discuss that, you know, and, and make sure that we're, that's what's happening. Okay. Well, for sure. A war against free thought. Yes. The state's parties to the present covenant undertake to have respect for the liberty of parents and, when applicable, legal guardians to ensure the religious and moral education of their children in conformity with their own convictions. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Good thing there's nothing going on that would violate any of that. on a massive scale right now so this is a pretty interesting document i have to read i mean there's a lot like let me see that was article okay no i'm not even it's hundreds of pages long jeez Um, yeah well let me see it's yeah it's long i think oh no i get it it's in different languages (laughs) i was like international relative uh, I think that's <laughs> in French, which I do with like a Cuban accent. I don't know what that was. There you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, and it's it's really interesting. I, I posted a question on Facebook the other day. When I say crimes of humanity, what do you think of? And people were saying like Donald Trump, Joe Biden. And I was like, no, I didn't ask for a person. 
I asked for a thing, like people don't understand what crimes against humanity is. Um, And that's maybe a subject for a deeper thing, but look it up people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't think of a specific person like crimes are like, what is a crime? Like, come on. Crimes against humanity became a thing first, you know, when they were doing Nuremberg trials. Yeah. Um, after they obliterated like, you know, 6 million Jews and like, you know, hundreds of millions of people. I don't even even know if you could venture a guess how many people were killed in that whole thing. I mean, when I lived in Europe and I would go to other places, it was just a tour of devastation from World War II, um, except in a couple of places, because that's, I mean, it's for how they lost a lot of buildings, people, like whatever. I went to Auschwitz that's some crazy stuff like that'll that'll change you forever to go there you can see like a room of scalps there's a room of scalps with hair that they used to just go take the the hair off the you know they would just load every five thousand people a day straight into the gas chamber disgusting had them dress up willingly get onto cattle cars to go to their you know work camps where they would be kept safe and most of them, like 99% of them just went straight from, just straight into the gas chamber. It's unreal. And then they tortured the rest of the people and starved them. They died of diseases. They did experiments on them. So that's why we have all of this. That's why we have the Nuremberg Code. That's why we have the International Convention. But there's, but there's no parallels. There's no parallels happening. No, I mean, I'm just randomly talking about this because I like history and it definitely could never repeat itself. Never. Like we're not just seeing this in, in huge forms of like a medical treatment that just trust us. It's good for you. And I think what's amazing and- is that people come to the, how easily we might have fallen into this again. And that people are in mass now, whether they got a treatment or not, if they took the thing or not, that a lot of people who opted to take the thing because they, they just were so, you know, they've been so deprived and, you know, of their life that it was like, here's a shot of hope, right? A shot yeah. of getting your freedoms back. I mean, anyone who has maintained their sanity knows that that's, it's a ridiculous notion, but um, sure. now there's, you know, people as they learn more about it in hindsight, and I, I've, I've gotten another thing in the last couple of weeks, I've just gotten to where I, I don't blame these people because I realized that they're victims. I was lied to for years. I was, you know, I, I, I was convinced that one political party, which is not true, they all suck, um, mm. was to blame for all the problems. And the other party was the party that cared about people. And none of that is true. Not, it's and, crazy. Yeah. And people are still, it's this ideology that's just bizarre. Anyways, real quickly, crimes against humanity are certain acts that are purposefully committed as part of a widespread or systemic policy directed against civilians in times of war or peace. They differ from war crimes because they are not isolated acts committed by individual soldiers, but are acts committed in furtherance of a state policy. It's not happening right now. 
Is that it comparable to anything? No, okay, no, you said no. Okay, the first, <laughs> <laughs> the first prosecution for crimes against humanity took place at the Nuremberg trials, initially being considered for legal use widely the international law following the Holocaust a global standard of human rights was articulated in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, 1948. Political groups or states that violate or incite violation of human rights norms as found in the declaration are an expression of the political pathologies associated with crimes against humanity. Um, and it's punishable by death, like firing squad. Um, genocide is a crime against humanity, um, which I only bring up as an example because it's definitely not happening right now, but definitely yeah. not getting people to con convincing people that they are trying to keep them healthy when they are in fact trying to kill them. Um, homicide, criminal assault, um, fraud and racketeering is in there as well. Um, yeah. We, so yeah. So okay. So racketeering, super interesting. You said you looked that one up. Do you mm -hmm. want to? You want to talk a little bit about what you found? Uh. So the racketeering, the the first definition that comes up is very small. Um. It's a dishonest and fraudulent and fraudulent business dealings. That's, that's all they have to say on the dictionary. Mm -hmm. um, and then the first couple of pictures are of Al Capone. And there's a couple of cartoons of people with machine guns. And <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the first thing that pops up is just like Al Capone. Racketeering is not a thing anymore, apparently. It's just that happened with Al Capone and that's it. Yeah, that's it. He's the last, but, he's the last one to ever think about that. Exactly. He's the last one to ever think about like, hey, let's convince people to, well, I don't know if Al Capone did this. I really don't know that much about him, but like, let's convince people to do things that are actually horrible things and convince them that they're good things. That kind of seems to be conspiracy and coercion. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I've been labeled a conspiracy theorist. And the, people say that like it's a bad thing. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> Which I don't get because um, conspiracy theory is easy to prove because conspiracy is actually, um, okay, say you and I decide that we're going to rob a bank. Yeah. And we get together and I say, okay, we're going to go rob a bank. And we yeah. decide on the bank and we decide on the day. And then I go and I buy a ski mask, which is really funny that you have to wear a mask into the bank or, or you, you did until recently, probably will again, <laughs> because you're covering your face and that was never allowed. Right. Yeah. Because you might be trying to rob the bank. Exactly. And that's I think bank robberies are up, which is funny. Um, like they're just getting what they deserve, but anyways. Um, so I, I go buy a ski mask so that I can cover my face when we go to the bank robbery that we're going to do that's conspiracy yeah that's, that is we have committed a crime just by planning it conspiracy is conspiring with at least one other person 
So it wouldn't be that different from saying that you and I, um, okay, the M&M company or something that's like drugs, um, they come to us and they say, we're going to pay you um, to get people to eat M&Ms, um, but you, you, you can't tell them that they're bad for you. You have to tell them yeah. that they're good for people. And you and you are going to get paid for each person that you can, um, that you can get into this. And so why don't you, um, set up some sort of contest or giveaway, um, for people and you can have them like guess the number of M&Ms in a jar (laughs) or, if they, if they decide to get vaccinated, wait a minute, that's not a good example. That's um, not at all. So, so M&M's company mm-hmm. is us to get people to eat M&M's and we can give away the M&M's for free, um, but they have to eat a lot of M&M's and we can't, and we are telling them something that's not true about their health kind yeah. of get off with my my like <laughs> analogy but okay so later on we could be if we were found out that we were actually taking money and free m&ms from the m&m company to then give other people m&ms in order to get them to buy m&ms we're giving away you, you get what i'm saying right okay yes. conspiracy and it then is. also coercing them um, by saying that, you know, by telling half truths or lies about the vaccine, or I'm sorry, Eminence. dang it. What yep. is that? <laughs> I have Tourette's. I apologize. That, that <laughs> clearly, I was clearly talking about Eminem's. Um, so, okay. So that's, that's that, that's what conspiracy okay. is. So conspiracy yes. and the theory is just the thought that you know, it's, it's a plot, it's a, a hypothesis is something that we think might be true. And this is what we're going to do. So a theory is just, we theorize that a plus B might equal C or a, because of B, you know, you get what I'm saying. Exactly. Right? So a theorist is actually just like, well, it looks like someone's planning, like this looks like this versus this. And wait, think that wait. That- so conspiracy theory is like, scientific theory yeah it's the same kind of theory okay but conspiracy theories are dumb weird okay 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 like i get living so paranoid that everything is a conspiracy (laughs) just because it is doesn't mean that you should just consider everything a conspiracy (laughs) that's awesome so i i would like what did i so, so okay so we're done with that we're, we're done talking Are, did you want to talk anymore about racketeering no actually because i know we're the i know the article that we're going into next i would like full disclosure on myself first that i was a person who when i had my child i told my father that if he did not get the tdap vaccine for protection yeah that he was not allowed to see her that he had Mm. no right he had no right and I realize now that putting anything in your body that's like basically telling 
somebody like, well, if you don't take arsenic right now. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I think it's safe. Hang out with me. So I was that kind of person. This was yeah. almost two years ago. And I was that kind of person. I was that kind of person right. to say, if you don't do this, you can't well, see I my daughter. Know, I don't know if you're that kind of person. You had those, you had a belief system. I did. Okay. So I want, I want people to know that I came from this place of thinking and now I have realized that people have the right to their own bodies. They have the right to have their own thoughts and, and then also we, if, when we start to say, I'm only going to hang out with people who have, or have it, I mean, I think like a non-smoker who's dad died of lung cancer because they were a smoker. Mm-hmm. It's their choice to not want to hang out with smokers. I think they're just naturally going to not have a lot in common, but to say, exactly. I won't be anywhere near you because you smoke and like, like say, okay, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be friends with you be, or I'm not going to be near you because when you, when you are smoking, but let's still be friends. I'm just not going to be near you because it's gross and it smells bad. And I don't yeah. want to, you know, like there's, there's that kind of thing, but to tell, and I think we're all experiencing this on some level, either a friend or a family member, or if you're me, both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have cut out, withdrawn, like whatever. And it's very interesting. And also like, I noticed like my doctors, cause I'm getting ready to have a surgery. Hopefully, you know, hopefully. <laughs> um, and like my surgeon told me that he, like, that was the first thing he said, I've been vaccinated. It's okay. If, you know, like, are you comfortable with not ha- me not having a mask on? I was like, I just wish you hadn't have told me any of that. Cause I don't care. I don't, I honestly don't care. I don't care if yeah. you have, haven't, I've, I've been hanging out with a mix of people. Um, most of whom are not these extremists on either end, but so I think yeah. it's, because I think we've all had that moment where fear or mis- misinformation, which I hate that word, but like, like the, the, the propaganda machine that's with the, with the V that's been going for a hundred years. I mean, there's just, it's almost like vaccines keep us from disease is like the sky is blue. Oh, for sure. So I, yeah. I don't think most of us thought to really question that. So, okay. So you have some articles in a totally unrelated to this conversation. So let's start out. Let's not start out with that one that we were talking about. Let's start out with some of the other ones that came earlier. And I just want you to read headlines because, um, since, you know, since June 1st, we're looking at, okay. So totally unrelated again, but the daily Sentinel, Uh in addition to a few other local businesses, private entities, which, is such a loose term these days, but, um, anyways, uh, they, they are funding our local, they're privately funding public health department is using federal funds from the CARES Act for emergency relief, which would definitely not be, hold on, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Fraud in connection with major disaster or emergency benefits. It's definitely not what that is. Definitely not. Um, okay. So there, so this big shot giveaway, we all know this is going on. 
it's June 1st through July 31st. So the Daily Sentinel in a totally non-coercive fashion partnered with the, the government, the public health department and some other private agencies that take government money like the hospitals. So our media, our medical industrial complex and our government have all partnered together to have a vaccine incentive campaign. I've gotten emails, I've gotten texts, I've gotten calls, I've gotten letters from doctors, I've gotten, um, you know, like so giving away $500 prizes and they're building the jackpot for the end. So, um, which again, is fine, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, other companies that are jumping on is like Colorado Mesa University. Yeah. Um, the airport, Grand Junction Regional Airport. Um, who else? Home loan insurance. That Home they, were, they were one of the original. Oh, Rocky Mountain Health Plans. No, yeah. no conflict of interest there. No. No problem. No problem. Hospitals, insurance companies, government, media, other private in, entities. But universities are not private entities. Anyways. They're all coming together to put money in, to give us money, to get us to make a choice, a medical choice. And um, it's not really working out too well, but, you know, maybe if we're keeping some echoes of like uh, the um, crimes against humanity, coercion, conspiracy, maybe just those in your brain, as you think about a newspaper who is funding a vaccine incentive lottery coercion scam. I, I mean, dang it. I, okay. I, this morning, um, and they are, okay. So, and they're, so it's definitely not, maybe a little tiny, <laughs> but maybe nothing so big as crimes against humanity. I don't know. It remains to be seen. Um, but with that, you know, you would think that maybe they would make, maintain some neutrality in what they report. So is that happening? Let's see, let's go through. So I, yes, neutrality is 100% a thing. As of, what is it, 6, 7, 21. So June 7th, 21. The first uh, thing I came across was, come on, get vaccinated already. But it was like the Biden, come on, man. <laughs> You're vaccinated already. That's so and totally neutral. That, and it, it's not coercive at all because it says things like, do it to be loving, do it to be kind. <laughs> and it's written by a medical doctor. So there was, there's absolutely no problem there. That's totally just, I just automatically believe what he says. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Dr. Chuck Bro. I have a friend named Chuck Bro from uh, Louisiana, my Louisiana days, friends with my ex-husband. And so I think it's funny because he's not a doctor. He's definitely not a doctor. He's a really cool guy, but he's not a doctor. And so I, when I saw Dr. Chuck Bro, who, by the way, sits on the board of a few different things like the hospitals and um, like there's a foundation I forget what it's called the Rocky Mountain Health Foundation or something like that. That's that's given money by Rocky Mountain Health Plan, which is also getting in on this scam thing mm-hmm. program. Um, he sits on that board as well. And they 
yeah but oh for sure scott mcginnis's wife too but whatever <laughs> let's Whoa. keep moving keep moving <laughs> um okay so that's fun yeah that was a fun article so <laughs> all of them were great uh so these are all from that same kind of week vaccination numbers decline once again in mesa county delta variant takes hold in mesa county <laughs> Colorado shot is effective against all variants, although I'm pretty sure oh. like a week yeah. or two ago, maybe a the month ago. Maker, yeah, the vaccine makers said it was, so it is. They did a study real quick, totally safe against this Delta variant that actually that all totally exists, that totally even exists, um, that they can totally isolate, no problems. Um, yeah, they, they they have an immediate up to date count of how many how many cases of the Delta variant are going on. Yes, we our last and show Delta first one. We discussed this, so, so we so kind of see some trends. Okay, keep going. So what's um, the, the COVID? What's cooking in the COVID test kitchen? Cooking in the COVID test kitchen. Oh my God, where is that one? Oh my God, there's that was written by two. Um, different kinds of PhDs, which just proves that that means piled higher and deeper. Well, um, and then there's, there's a couple of articles on student from Mesa County and four others win scholarships in vaccination suite oh, states, yeah. which that's not a conflict of interest for CMU at all. No, and it's not a, it's not a coercion thing either, uh-uh. you know? No people who have had a really rough year and then you wave money in front of their face if they get an injection. This is, this is fine. Ooh, pandemic money helped lawmakers do more things this year. Yeah. Um, excuse me. <laughs> do more what does that have to do with anything. They just That's love so that they were able to just like, boom, 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 boom. I mean, they just passed like 17 different things straight down party lines. No problem. I'm glad all that extra money that they're just printing is just, you know, like it's going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we have any concerns about any of this. Mesa County vaccination rates are hurting businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, vaccine reluctance is a tough nut to crack. <laughs> <laughs> Was that what did I say? You know, like the vax i'm not vaccine hesitant <laughs> what did have to find that okay this one actually made me really really sad i read this full article i read all actually i read all of these articles but this one actually made me really sad in mesa yeah. county older adults need to stay away from young people yeah i was not happy with that one um and there's so there's and this is this is what maybe is the collateral damage of a newspaper that has been really uh, choosy about what they talk about and, and presenting the whole truth. Um, and the fear mongering is potentially more than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. Um, summer camps return, but with fewer children. And that one, that one really got me too, because it does talk about campers doing their duty to get vaccinated and that some campers are too young. They're yeah. under the age of 12. So they have to continue practicing distancing and 
and masking and they're all outdoors. Yeah. They're doing this all outdoors. So that was, that was really, yeah, they were masking like five year olds and up between five and 12 and then above if you hadn't been vaccinated. It's an attempt to, it's a coercion, but does that, I guess maybe I should, I'm, I'm not smart enough to make those claims, but it feels like, like, Hey, you're out in the hundred. I mean, it's, we had the hottest day on record in Grand Junction, which was like 106, 107, 108, something like that. Really stupid hot. They played a lot of the games late. It just, I mean, it, you know, covering a kid's face when they're outside and it's been like this free to choose for months now. You wouldn't otherwise know. I mean, they, but they, they did just district 51. We're going to give them a short leash to celebrate. Um, They did say that masks would be choice. Everything's choice for next year, but they, they did have a little asterisk at the end saying that um, they, they reserve the right to change the rules. If the cases rose or if, People got reckless. I think that was actually a direct quote from one of the board directors saying oh, people get reckless, you know, and aren't hand sanitizing every 30 seconds or double masking. And <laughs> okay. So okay, go ahead. Uh residents call COVID response tyrannical and unconstitutional. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about this con- this uh before, because I'm pretty sure that's the article where we were called ignorati mm, like 99% yeah. sure yeah that's um special delivery shirts t-shirts vaccinations. coming oh yes yeah, special delivery that was uh, the, over the country jam one too which i don't know if we said on the show but like six people six people got bamboos in it the, the Beard's tent was, yeah, we did say it. Okay, keep going. Oh, uh, I, I found it. I found it. Wait, it says, I am not hesitant. I am hard past. Get that poison stick, that F away from me. I love poison stick. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's a t shirt right there. Get the poison stick, the F away from me. Oh my God. That's our next t shirt. Okay. 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 So many. There's so many. Um, All right. Keep reading. Then, of course, there's. There's lots of letters to the editor. Um, we talk about 80, 80, I think it was million or thousand. I can't remember. Donated to school district for COVID. I'll have to reread that one. Uh, county, seeing, county is seeing breakthrough deaths in the elderly. And breakthrough deaths, again, means that people that have died from COVID even after they've gotten vaccinated. Um, why getting vaccinated is more important than ever. The vi- the financial case for getting vaccinated. Oh, yeah, There's a financial our, case. That was by our friend, Dr. Promenko. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. It's very intent on forced everything and socialist lover. Yeah. He's a treat. He's oh, a treat. Sure. Um, we wow. need say wary all right from avoidable costs that was a good one yeah they tried um, to do all like guilt us into it to save money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um u.s hits encouraging milestones on coronavirus deaths and shots given 
Uh, Charles Ashby is my favorite. Anti-vaxxers return to commissioners and demand freedoms. That is that might be the ignorati one because that's the one where apparently we said that we demanded civil war and holy war. Yeah, no, that was my friend Wendy that that had mentioned civil war that when things didn't go you know, when, when the people weren't listened to before, then eventually it always led to a civil war or something like that. But he totally misquoted her and then kind of doxed her too. Like uh-huh. said, she said this, like, um, and, and even Scott McGinnis, I, I, I mean, I actually have to give our commissioners credit because they are, yeah. they, they do seem to be listening. Um, even though they, they seemed a little bit pissed that we were there for so long. <laughs> yeah these darn annoying people oh my gosh so Uh, um, yeah okay so that's that that he even said dude what and and the thing is is this guy needs to just show up maybe and interview a person instead of just watching from his living room probably in his underwear (laughs) (laughs) watching the live stream every monday morning i mean it's it's ridiculous we're not doing that right now at all yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag things we don't do <laughs> and record podcasts. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Polis needs Mesa County's help. That's where he asked our, our governor is Jared Polis. And he asked, he came to Mesa County and asked us how we could get more people vaccinated. He needs our help. Yeah. He needs our help. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, then, Trump bellowing out 400 executive orders in 15 and a half months, but you want our help now? Mm-hmm. We have two lotteries we could enter to win. I don't, I think you're done, dude. I think you're done. We've played all of our cards. He's done. Um, hospitals flush with virus cases. Yeah, uh, hospital bit. capacity is still a concern. Well, that's because they can't find enough staff. Nobody wants to work there. Yeah. I mean, I mean they're, 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 they're pitching some pr- pretty high salaries for like traveling nurses and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, some of my favorite articles are of uh, just normal people. There's a, one called Finally Time for I Do. And they said that getting married was not viable until vaccinations became a thing. Uh, commissioners set to reject constitutional sanctuary bid hospitals currently below 40 in mesa county yeah when they talked about the delta variant on that one too so they walk among us yes i loved that one I i felt like i was in the walking dead and i was a freaking zombie i i walk among you who was the uh who is the author on that one they walk among us let's see click on it someone good i hope oh i think it was it was jim i cannot pronounce his last name spahar 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 he's a treat he's been around for a long time he's a special kind of treat and oh, what's cooking in the COVID kitchen? I got it. I found okay, it. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that yep. 
So that sounds like something like popcorn. <laughs> but they were actually talking about how we're just like a big test site because we're just making personal choices and going about life. And yeah, that was, it was all viewed. I, the COVID test kitchen, just the title was just ridiculous. Ooh, one of the best lines in here, Kerr is hopeful that the outdoor venue provided enough natural ventilation to lower the risk of transmission. Country jam, right? Yeah, this, this whole thing is about country jam. Kerr's biggest concern was that 44,000 people were camping on the venue site. Yeah. Trust me, COVID was not the worst thing going around. No, it really wasn't. I had a couple of friends that went and they were like better like overflowing from that, but the COVID clinics are perfectly fine. Hmm, Okay, so let's uh we need to we're gonna wrap this up with this one last um this amazing article that makes me cry. This is yeah. So we joke around a lot on this show, but uh this was this is disturbing. I think that's the only way to describe it. This was just in the paper, what, yesterday? Mm, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So, so that would be July. Yeah, I don't well, even know what day it is. It's almost it's almost the 17th. Yeah, July 15th. In the evening now. Um, okay. So the article was entitled Vaccination Ultimatum. Yep. Red patient at St. Mary's convinced siblings to get vaccinated. Okay, so this is on the front page, right under the fact that um, <laughs> that Grand Junction High School had the roof had fallen through because of the rain that we got, and it exposed asbestos. So that's the main story, which that should be the main story because kids getting exposed to asbestos for the last what <laughs> building Grand Junction yeah. High School is. Oh. I went there. I went there. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I got exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing your kid doesn't have two heads. Yeah, right. Well, at least, you know, I went to free. Not that you know of. <laughs> yeah. She made, made I, I did see a little like thing. <laughs> Maybe that's her twin died in there. No. You would um, never know. It's glowing. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I don't even want to, like, I don't even want to say his name because I feel like this guy has been so co-opted. Like, yes, I'm sorry. This is, this is too far. This is too far. Um, they've got a picture of him on a ventilator. He was in the hospital from, um, like June something to July 26th or uh, wait, date of July 26th. Oh, he has a discharge date of July 26th. Yes. So he's, he's, so he's still in the hospital. He yes. lost 20 pounds. So they paint this story. Richard had never been a sick man before COVID-19. And then they paint this whole picture, um, put him on a ventilator. It was something yep. new, Lucero, a 64 year old. Oh, I just said his name, but whatever. He put himself in the paper. He's in the paper. Um, Railroad employee said in a phone interview from the hospital, I've never been this sick in my whole life ever. Dude, if they put you on a ventilator, you're sick. I'm sorry. So it goes on to say that um, 
uh, his wife said her husband lost close to 40 pounds. Um, according to his brother, Ronald, Richard was on a ventilator for three weeks. It was awful, Rita said. I mean, this is the, you know, so you're kind of going through and you're going, oh my gosh, this guy really got COVID bad. Some people do get COVID bad. We are not COVID deniers. Yeah. Um, I know that people, I mean, we know that it's a, it was made in a lab and it's a bioweapon that exists, but um, Richard has been hospitalized at St. Mary's since June 5th she said, and has a discharge date of July 26. According to Rita, Richard ended up with fibrosis in his lungs and is now working to recover from his bout with COVID-19. Nobody knows how sick anyone's ever going to get. Richard said about COVID-19, I got the worst of it. So they go on to talk about a little bit about all this that happened and about seven paragraphs in, so they said, Rita put the, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I was trying to skip over this, but all of this is just important. It also, is. Um, nobody knows how sick anyone's ever gonna get it. I think the worst of it, Richard and Rita live in Grand Junction with their daughter and two special needs grandchildren. All five of them ended up getting COVID, Rita said, but Richard's experience was far worse than anyone else's. Richard said he didn't want the grandchildren to get sick in any way. So he told some of his unvaccinated siblings that he couldn't be around them unless they got vaccinations to prevent against COVID-19. Rita put them, put the pressure on to Richard's siblings, including showing them photos of why Richard was of what Richard was going through. Sorry, I have this like font five thing going on. Oh, that's okay. Um, in the hospital. Although some of their family members are still not vaccinated, Rita said two of Richard's siblings finally relented after he laid down um, his ultimatum. This thing is called vaccination ultimatum is what the big title is. Um, after he laid down his vaccination um, ultimatum. Rita said Richard had several other siblings who had already been vaccinated. I don't know, this guy's got a huge family apparently. Apparently. Um, he said, he told them he was not going to be around them if they didn't get the vaccine. Um, he, we just kept pushing and pushing and they finally did it. Ronald yeah. said to in an email that his brother's experience was instrumental in getting them, getting the other siblings vaccinated. Okay, so here's where it gets interesting. And I actually breezed over this because I didn't realize that they were going to bury this little gem deep in this story. So he he didn't want them to end up like he was, Rita added. Richard himself got vaccinated just two days before he got sick. Just two. Okay. I'm going to read this that again. Literal I'm going to read that again. Richard himself got vaccinated just two days before he got sick. According to the Centers for Disease Control, 
it generally takes two weeks after the administration of the vaccine vaccine for the body to build immunity against the virus. Okay, we're not, this is, yeah. Richard so, said he procrastinated in getting the vaccine because he simply, he was simply afraid of the needle, not for political reasons. He regrets that now. So they, okay, so first of all, he had gone in for two days. He went in for two days and then they released him. Now we know about early treatments. They did not give him early treatments. I think this guy could hold them responsible for not treating him for a vaccine side effect. I think he could. Oh, for sure. The rest of it, it's just, um, yeah. I mean, it's, if you want to talk about coercion. Oh, 100%. Well, and it says, according to the Centers of Disease Control, it generally takes two weeks after the administering of the vaccine for the body to build an immunity against the virus. It doesn't say anything that you could have an adverse reaction immediately. You're putting something into your body. If I eat, say I'm deathly allergic to mushrooms. If I eat mushrooms, I'm going to have an adverse reaction within, yeah. within minutes to a couple of days. Yeah. It just depends on how your body digests it. And it's well, the anything. same with anything you put in your body. So I know it's interesting it's to know if they, if they sort of realized that um, they could weaponize this guy's experience by maybe agreeing to pay for part of it or all of it, or it'd be interesting to know, and we'll never know, but it would be interesting. Oh, for sure. Um, well, I and again, and I'm glad he's okay. Me but, too. But the poor guy is being weaponized. Well, and, and just, I had said before all of this, I was in this mind of this state of thinking mm-hmm. or all of this happened. I literally, I was told you need, I was told as a pregnant woman, I need to get the Tdap vaccine, even though I'd already had it. I had my boosters. You just need to get it every time you're pregnant. Well, why? Because yeah. it, and it's like, literally they even tell you when you're pregnant, it's like, well, it might help like a 5% chance of your child not getting it when they're born. Yeah. That's so small, but you're like, oh, 5% chance is better than zero, right? And then they tell you that all of your family needs to get their boosters and that they all need to get vaccinated. And I, my dad, who was like questioning everything, I just was like, no, you have to get it. You have to get it. Yeah. And I feel like this guy has fallen prey to that as well. And just- he did it, right? They did it. Yeah. Yeah. Because... I, I think, you know, he really said it was important to you. And, but I think that was your experience for a reason. Oh, for sure. And I would like to also admit that I got very ill after I took, <laughs> took that vaccine. As well. well, we'll do a whole show on the Tdap or the DTAP or whatever that thing. The, the fabulousness that it is. It was extremely reason, painful and I got so sick. It's the reason for my last five surgeries you know, yeah, I told you that, but, um, it's a, it's a really super, and it it took me years to put it together because, um, of the, you know, I was forced to get it to start a job that I had moved 
to Hawaii for. And then the day before they were like, (laughs) oh, if you don't get this, you can't start. And I, I didn't, I didn't know my rights at that time, but the fact that I've been so freaking ill so many times since then has created in me a, um, you know, I, I realized that and it was kind of at the same time that my friend came to me with, you know, saying, Hey, I think there's a connection between the first flu shot I ever got and the Guillain-Barre that I got after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of that has caught, like, so that was like 2012 that he came to me. And then it was 2014 that I had to, and I thought, Oh, I'm healthy. I'll fight this off. But I, I had like massive infections for like five years afterwards. Um, we've been conditioned to think that no, it can't be the vaccine because they're there to help you. They're there to help you fight off infection and disease and whatever. So there's no possible way that any of these other things that are happening to you can be correlated. Like over agitating our immune systems with all, with shooting ourselves with diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, inactivated for um, <laughs> is like the autoimmunity is just suddenly like a thing yeah like no connection there no connection nope there. topic for another day but yeah. it just is like it's it's just we've been conditioned for years and years and years and I say this as a 27 year old <laughs> yeah what I, I mean, I, I, years. yeah, I mean, it's, but you know what, we know better now and we got, just got to move forward. So. Exactly. All right. We should end this. <laughs> it's been like an hour and a half. That's <laughs> fine. I we're going to upload it. I don't care. I don't We're care. charming. People will listen. We're, we're going to get 20 listeners with this one. No, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. 40. We got that. Well, this time we're going to resume with the guest, but I thought it was important to read some random non-related things, you know, like uh, crimes against humanity, um, you know, and coercion and international convention law and stuff like that. And then, and then just kind of update on, you know, our own local coercion scale. Our, our little hillbilly town that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, but keeps getting attention. So we must be doing something right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, girl. Well, another one in the books. Yes. That tens of 20s of people will listen to. <laughs> yes. One day we'll say, oh my God, a hundred people listen to this and we're, we're going to be so famous. Okay. We're gonna blow Don't up. Let it go to viral. I was listening to JP about how his it, like his first video went viral that he ever did. And I was like, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> not <laughs> for us. Someday we're going viral and not in the COVID way. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll go viral. Yeah. In the next couple of in, in the next couple decades or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'm I'm good with it. It's free, it's cheap cheap if not free therapy for me so for sure me too all right well we'll see y'all next time love ya love ya